Dang it, Bob. Put on your helmet. You know this area requires it. I'm not going to have you mess up my safety streak. But sir, that sign has said 220 days without an accident for like the last month. Well, it's right, give or take. Don't mess up my streak. Welcome to today's process. Season 2, Q1, check-in. Stand up, push forward. Let's light the lantern. How does the husband entrepreneur escape the understory while still having a marriage that not just survives, but thrives in an environment where modern business is under attack? The fog of the understory covers everything, and we are surrounded by monsters and bandits. My name is Wade Skalski, the understory lawyer, and we will face them together as we build the classic American business. Admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on purpose, Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. So I'm fired up to you. Uh, fired up to you? I'm fired up to you today. I don't know what that means, but I am fired up to you today. Fired up to talk to you today. Um, <clears throat> well, cough button. We're, we're starting this off with a bang. Um, first of all, if you're listening to this episode, which you are because you're hearing the sound of my voice, kudos to you. Uh, and the reason is, is that I know personally uh, in the beginning of my husband entrepreneur journey, if I was to be a listener of this podcast and I was to see that it was the title of the podcast was season two, Q1 check in, then I'd probably skip over it. I'd be like, well, there's not going to be hilarious hijinks. There's not going to be a funny story. It's going to be more of a technical episode. And I want to consume more of more ta anything tactical or anything strategic. I'm not really, I'm not really, um, I'm not really interested, Wade, in your, your listing of what has happened, like a historical account. Okay a dry historical account of the last quarter. And so the fact that you're listening to this is a big deal because it means that you're willing, you're willing to examine things through all moods and then you're not going to miss anything. It's like, I don't like you mean you may get nothing from this episode, but the habit of consistency in your selected consumption of content that you're, that you're using to learn, uh, is a big deal. Now, so now that doesn't mean that you have to slavishly listen to the same podcast for the rest of time. Okay. Um, I, I don't, I fully understand that people are going to come in, they're going to come out like that. I can't service every single person forever properly. Like it's just like the message is not going to be appropriate or they're just going to get over it. I'm probably the only podcaster slash slash lawyer for sure that's going to tell you hey listen i i don't know if we're a good fit forever and frankly it's very there'll be very few people that will ever make it to the inner circle of the understory lawyer podcast just they're they will self-select themselves out and i understand that and so when I go on a through hike and I've got whatever number of whenever that through hike happens that we've got the number of people that we're going to take with us and we're all going to go together, um, it's not going to be very many people. And I fully understand that. And I have no problem with that because it doesn't serve you and it doesn't serve me to have people just slavishly listening or slavishly consuming content or slavishly buying the, the, the offers that I have for, you know, and not getting value from them and not moving forward. The only way that you should be continuing to, to 
buy my stuff and listen to my stuff if it's helpful and if it helps move you forward and it helps you build the classic American business. That's it. If, if this is just some sort of like egotistic exercise where I don't actually really help you and I'm just talking and I just get paid to do that, that doesn't serve me and it doesn't serve you. So kudos because, uh, but kudos to you for listening to this episode because there are some, there are some lessons in here that might help you. All right. Now we're, we're, we're like, I don't know, two weeks past Q1. I think, I think the starting date for season two is May 22nd. So technically the end of Q1 would have been August 22nd, but it was around the first of the month and I was like, oh, I, I really should where are we at right now? And that's actually a good sign because for the first year where I was at and the number, the number of episodes that I had was like always paramount, right? Because I had to hit the 365 and 365 days. So I could take days off. So there were chunks in there where I didn't do anything. And what that did was, is it kind of created this constant state of anxiety and stress about the podcast. It was just like, I don't want to get too far behind. Where am I at? Am I going to make it? And, um, and that's okay. Like that, that was part of the process that I have none of that in year two. And the reason is, is because, so year one was, if you're going to go on a, if, if you were extremely low and conscientious, like this is the, this is the, the easiest plan possible to have a daily podcast. Okay. I, can, I don't know if this translates to other forms of publishing. I can only speak to podcasting, but this is the, this is the longest and the most chill way to a daily podcast. Um, that is, that is like, you know, like a real podcast over three years. So year one is 365 podcasts in 365 days. You can do them at any time and you can do any number of them during a day. Now you want to try to not, you want to try to be as consistent as you can because if you do like five or, you know, you want to glide as, as we talked about last year, you want to glide in at the end because that's where you learn the, the quiet lessons. You don't learn, you don't learn the quiet, subtle lessons. If you're, you know, banging out, 15 podcast episodes in a day to try to catch up. You're just catching up, but that's not a requirement for your one. I was lucky enough to glide in at the end. I had the discovered advance, which allowed me to, um, make some stuff up without going crazy. And so year one was an unbridled success. Okay. So year one, 365 podcasts in 365 days. Year two is 365 podcasts in 365 days, but no makeup days and only one podcast per day. Now you can do that podcast any time of the day that you want. Um, also like the, the way that I do it, it's pegged to simple cast cause that's where I publish all my stuff. So so some of the other things there may be, it may look like there's two on a day, like Apple, like if you get one in at like 1140, but then your RSS feed doesn't, doesn't update for some of the other, you know, where it's distributing to, then it may look like you have two in the day. But if just, you just look at simple cast and that's where you can see that there's just one a day. All right. And it doesn't matter. And then you don't stress about it. Right. And so, and then, um, and then the third year though is, the third year is, is uh, 365 podcasts in 365 days, only one per day and at the same time per day. And if you, you know, in, in each of those in year two and year three, if you miss, you got to start over. It's like 75 hard. You don't, there's no, you know, there, there's no makeup days. If you miss it, you start over. So, so as of right now, we're at, um, 
September 2nd and we started May 22nd, we have done a podcast every single day. And what's interesting is when you commit to that and after you've done the first year, um, especially if you have to do it, in my opinion, you have to do it first. Okay. You, you cannot, life is too unpredictable. And so, um, you just have to do it first. The first, for the, uh, the first, the first work thing I do in the day is my podcast every day. I get up, I let the dog out. I have a, I do the, the uh, negotiated chore of emptying the dishwasher. I make my coffee. I drink a little coffee. I sit down, I do the podcast. And the reason why I do the negotiated chore first is because it helps me to remember that my family is first, my wife is first, but also it gives me time to think because there's not, you know, there's not mutually exclusive for you to do nice things for other people. And then, you know, there's an event where, or when you do nice things for other people, there are benefits to you to that as well. It's not, you know, not completely altruistic. Everything is a combination of altruistic and selfish. So, cause we're human beings and that's just how it works. So, so anyway, so, um, let's talk a little bit about, so that's kind of where we're at in the middle of the challenge. We just computed, completed Q1 and, uh, and surprisingly no stress at all about doing the podcast. I can totally, you know, I've done it we're at episode 400 and what is it? 478. So when you do 478 of anything, um, you know, averaging one a day over So basically averaging one a day over that time, um, it just, you are in a habit. Like it is a, it is a starting to become a deeply ingrained habit. It is just part of my day. It is just part of what I do. The other thing that's helping me is I'm not taking any vacations right now. So I'm, you know, in the building, building mode, I'm in the three to five year old mode, like the kid's aren't that great to take on vacations because they're hard to travel and all that. And, um, and so, um, and so like, it's, it's kind of, it's not really a big deal. And that is kind of an interesting, I, I don't know if I've ever really had anything like that in my life other than I guess like going to court was always like that. Like I would just get up and I would just go to court wherever it was. It didn't matter where it was. I just went, that's what I did. And so from, but from a creative standpoint, there's nothing in my life that I ever really have, have done that with. Right. And this is, I think if you're going to, you know, if you're going to write a book or if you're going to be a writer or whatever, this is what writers do. They just get up and they write every day, no matter what, it doesn't even really matter what they write about. It's just, they, they engage in the act of writing. I engage in the act of speaking. And then, um, and then, and then after I do this, then, then, then I will do some measure of writing. I think that's the that's how I wrote the uh, creative clearing, the husband entrepreneur's guide to escape the nine to five. That's how I did the gamer version with judge drudge. Like it's just, um, you know, Ben settle is right. Ben settle talks about that. The first hour of your day should be for you. You should be investing in you. And that is, um, that is a, that is a truth for sure. So, um, he just reinforced what I kind of decided for myself. And that's always good when, when someone that you trust and someone's in your starting, your starters that you, you do that. So, all right, so let's talk about, I feel like a couple things. One is the, um, the, the, the production value has gone way up. The AB Maestro program for me personally was, a, was a godsend. Like Troy Broussard had like the perfect thing. Cause I am too lazy to figure out, to go through a program and figure out like, what's the, you know, go through all the effects and all that and figure that out. And what I do is still a little bit unwieldy because I learned on audition on Adobe audition. Um, I, I, I do everything in audition and I export it, but all my editing I do in audacity. And that's because, uh, and audacity is free by the way. Now I could definitely do the editing. I'm sure audition can do everything that audacity can do. I just haven't taken the time, um, to figure it out. 
So eventually I will just do everything in audition because I like audition only because it's the first thing I started to use. If I would have started to use audacity, I'm sure I would, and the roles were reversed. I'd be like, Oh, I'll do it in audacity, but I'll get that figured out. And that, that will just, that won't take very long, but I'm, I'm going to stick with what I got until I get tired of it. And, and really that's what it is. Like if it's something's working, it doesn't really matter if it's perfect because like, look, if you were listening if you're listening to this podcast and you're a husband entrepreneur and you want to build the classic American business, it means that you haven't, you either haven't built a business that you want, um, at all, meaning that you're at the very beginning of your process, your journey and your process, or that you've, you've, you're super busy and you've, you've, you know, you've already built a business, but you don't like it. And so you want to transition into something that's more for you that feeds you right. And that the classic American business is attracts you for that reason, you know, because, and then, so you're one, you either probably might have a discipline or a conscientious problem. If you are person number one, right. That you just haven't built a business at all yet. Or number two is that you're just really freaking busy. If you're in the second, second set, right. Which is you just have a business already and you want to transition and you're super busy. You don't have time to sit down and like figure it all out. So I am a, I am a combination of both of those things, right. And so, um, but as I attack my conscientiousness more and more and more, I get more conscientious and, you know, and then I become more powerful because I've always, always, I was always very, very powerful, even having low conscientiousness. And as every, every degree I tick upwards with that makes me exponentially more powerful. So, so that's just something to think about. And, but it doesn't have to be perfect to be perfect. Just like, so just like this cue. Um, I'm like to a week later, two weeks later, whatever it is with the, the Q1 check-in, it doesn't really matter because I'm close, right? It's, it's, we're, we're close to when we need to check in. Now we're just getting to the edge of what we need to kind of do the, do the metrics for Q1, but it doesn't really matter because you're making your own place. You make the rules. No one else makes the rules. And if you are late a little bit, that's fine. And the, the, the reviews are explicitly for me. They're not they have nothing to do with providing value for my people other than making my business better. So I sit back, I look at it and I say, okay, what, what would we say is the good things about Q1? Well, Audacity and uh, editing and Audacity and the Troy Broussard AV Maestro program, huge giant win. Highly recommend it. It's actually get on his mailing list and then he'll sell it from time to time. Um, it's not available. You know, they, they, he has products, he opens them up, he closes them down. So, you know, there, there is really a limited amount of time that you can get it. So I would say get it. So that's a huge win. I would say I'm really happy with the intro. Um, there were elements of the intro that were sort of derivative or copies of what other people did. And so I just was comfortable with that for a long time. And then, uh, as I started to figure out kind of, what next to say, I'm very happy with the intro. I got to fix the outro. There's some, there's some, there's some issues with the, there were two different recordings at two different times. So it sounds a little weird. So I'm going to fix that, but I'm basically the intros, the intro is done. Like I like that. That's going to be that for the foreseeable future. Um, now I'm going to monkey with the outro a little bit and then figure that out in terms of, um, you know, what it is that I want to kind of close with, but always it's a very simple for me. It's like simplicity is the best. It's just driving people to my, um, to my email list, right? It's the whole point of this entire exercise is to get people to a list that you can control so that you can't be deplatformed because it's coming. Like everybody's getting deep, everybody's getting deplatformed. So go subscribe on Odyssey. I have a link down below. Um, 
You know, that's the, I, I feel comfortable that I won't get deplatformed from Odyssey. I have, I put the interviews on rumble now. So, um, so yeah, so, you know, just go over the, and then if you're, but if you're on the email list, then you'll always know where I am. Cause I'll always tell you where I am if something happens. So those are the wins. Um, I would say the, I'm happy with the deep, putting the deep platform insurance on there. So I feel good. Here's, let's talk about a couple of losses, right? So here's a loss. So I had an interview with um, Daniel Shaw, who I really like, by the way. So go listen to the interview. It's pretty good. Um, but there was a thing where he was starting to talk about, he was going to get into the vaccines and kind of what he thought about it. And I said, I said something to him where I was like, listen, let's not get into there. Cause I don't want to get deplatformed. And I've been struggling with this idea of where I can go and where I can't go because as the platform is small, right? We don't have a giant amount of listenership. We don't have a giant amount of money. You know, our resources aren't crushing it is that, um, we, we don't have necessarily the power to go toe to toe, uh, or to just like, I, I guess to be super, what's the word I'm thinking about to be super controversial. Okay. And I've been struggling with that because some people say that you should be polarizing, which will, which will have, you'll have a lot of people hate you and a lot of people like you, and then you'll drive people away and you'll, your audience will grow like Howard Stern, very polarizing. And I totally understand that. Um, and I think, I think for me right now is there's two reasons why I, there's two reasons why I haven't been super, you know, haven't taken gigantic stands, like direct stands on things that would irritate a lot of people. One, it's not really my personality. But I, I was always sort of a pleaser when I was younger. And so it's not my personality necessarily to, to, to directly confront people. And you'll notice that, you know, one, I'll say, don't go in the understory without your flip flops on. Cause here's, here's the thing is that, um, is that if you are not in a place mentally to, if, you, if you're not prepared mentally, if you were just like, I'm going to be polarizing just to be polarizing and then you're polarizing and then everyone attacks you and you're like, oh my God, everyone's attacking me and then you'll shut down, then that doesn't serve anybody. Okay. So I would disagree. I would disagree with the idea of like, just go be super polarizing because what if you, Howard Stern can be super polarizing because he doesn't care what people think of him, like legitimately like doesn't care. And there's a certain personality trait that goes with that. I have that to a, to a point. Um, Thus, that's why I'm very open. I can do a, a podcast every day where I do all sorts of crazy cockamamie things and I don't really care if people judge me or not. So that's true. Uh, but that's a, that's a personal, that's a personal thing that's to me. If you're, but so I was, I was going back and forth. Is that a win? Is that a loss? I was like, should I be more like direct and say what I say, what I think on some of these more volatile issues. And I do say what I think about them. I just do it with a little more nuance, right? And I think, I think that if you were to do any topic, like, I think, you know, if you listen to the last 20 episodes, I think, you know, where I stand on medical choice. Okay. Um, I think everyone, I think everyone should have, I'll just tell you right now. I, I don't think there should be any mandates. I think everyone should have medical choice. All right. Um, I, I just, I just think everybody should be able to decide what goes in their bodies. I don't think that that's a, you know, I, I'm with the Nuremberg trials, right? <laughs> Everyone needs to have informed consent. Everyone needs to not not be forced to take an experimental drug, right? Um, and, and so, and anyway, so I, I just think everyone should have medical freedom. I, I can't I can't tell you to build the classic American business built on the the values of freedom and people not have freedom. Now you can debate me if I'm free, if you should be free or not or whatever, but I disagree with you. Medical freedom is is an inherent is an inherent freedom that you should have. 
All right. And as a, as a society, we should be willing to bear the cost of our people having that just like 10 guilty people go free versus one innocent person, um, go to jail. That is a precept that the society bears the cost of so that the individual is more free. And I just believe that is a, that is what I believe. I believe in the individual and that, that, that the society should bear the cost for individual freedom. So there you go. Um, but I haven't come out like into, I haven't come out directly into like talking about the studies that I've read or, I mean, I have, I have done a, listen, I've got a five-year-old and a three-year-old and, uh, you know, my three-year-old has a pre-existing condition. So trust me, I have done the research I have done. I, I, I would gather between all the medical journals that I've scientific studies that I've read consistently over time, I've probably done a hundred plus hours of research, probably more. Okay. And so I have an, I have an opinion that is based in like, not based upon what the, the mainstream media is telling me it's based upon everything. So anyways, so, but I don't, I don't, I don't tell you what you should do. I tell you, you should have the freedom to do what you should do. And that's like a hot button issue. Same with like, I've touched on some of the issues in the day about, you know, biology and male and female and all of that. And I've danced around it and, and it's just not other than the fact that I don't think that you should have to figure out if a product, I don't think that you should have to figure out that if a product is in alignment with your political values, I don't think that's necessary. I think you have a problem. And if someone sells a widget that solves that problem, you should be able to buy that widget and never really think about anything else other than, Hey, my problem solved. Like, and then your politics or your, you know, everything else is separate from that. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm kind of on the, it's like a neutral thing is like, I think I let you guys know where I stand on certain things, but with a little more like nuance and you kind of have to figure it out. I just don't come out and say some polarizing things. So the lemmings can hit the lemmings can hit the, the pedal. Right. And, and maybe that means we'll grow slower. Maybe that means we'll always be smaller. That's fine with me. I don't, I don't really, I'm not really interested in, um, being a circus animal so that people can come see the show. I want to, I want to provide value for people that, that want to change their lives and change their businesses and, and have a, you know, stay, stay, stay married. Okay. So that's, that's my goal. So I don't know if that's a loss as much as I, I just think I need to get more clear in my mind why I'm doing it the way that I'm doing it and not being super polarizing. And I think I just did. It's like, it's like, I just do it with a little more nuance. I tell you, you know what I stand on things. If you listen to the podcast over time, I just don't come out and tell you everything. You've got to be kind of an adult and figure it out. Um, all right. So then another, what's a, what's another loss? Um, I had one and I just forgot what it was. There was a do, 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 do. I had it. I had two losses that I wanted to talk about. Well, maybe it'll, maybe it'll come to me in a second. Anyways, this is good podcasting. Super good. I don't, know. we'll come back to me. There was something else that was, that, that I didn't really like the way that it was going. And, um, and I got to fix it, but I don't know. I just, I just, that's the third loss. I just forgot my second loss. It's the third loss of the podcast. So maybe I should go write it down. I'll go, I'll go go in my working papers and write it down somewhere. But anyway, so like, look, the thing is, is that if whenever you do, whenever you, um, whenever you are doing something creative, you, you should think about doing a, a, rev, a review, 
Now I do reviews quarterly or so for the podcast, or I try to, because it just is a signpost. Like, okay, that section's done and we're going into the next section. Um, but, but you, you know, it's up to you, whatever you're, whatever you're doing, just because it just, I don't know, there's this, it, it reinvigorates you. It, it, it's a win because you can look at your wins, right. And then you can look at your, not losses per se, but look at your, um, the things that need to be changed. Okay. So, oh, another win was, um, my method for getting interviews in the chaos curriculum. Very good. 20, 20, 25% response rate. So I'm putting that, if you want to get interviews for your podcast and um, you want to do the chaos curriculum, I actually, in my episode one of the understory ranger dispatch, which is going to be free, um, when you opt in, if you're already opted in, I'll send you one once it's done. But, um, I talk about how to, how to get interviews for your podcast to help grow the platform, grow your skills and, uh, just, just talk to people you find interesting. So, and that's part of the chaos curriculum. It's like the anti dream 100, basically. I mean, I, I have to tell Dana that I'm doing the anti dream 100 and he'll be like, Oh, okay, great. Um, all right. So kind of meandering one today, but that's okay. Cause you don't, it doesn't have to be perfect to be perfect. And the thing is, is that the, again, the purpose of this episode is not, not f it's okay to take when you create and do things to do things for yourself and to then kind of, you know, I think out loud, it helped. I just discovered the thing where it's like, yeah, I don't need to be super polarizing to be polarizing. I can be a little more nuanced and maybe that means we grow slower. Maybe, you know, everyone, all the high, high IQ elite level marketers will agree or disagree with me. They'd be like, you got to be polarizing to pull in a lot of people. Well, that's fine. My people will find me and maybe we grow a little slower. So, but I would rather go slower with more engaged people than having to grow really fast and then, you know, kick people out and, and drive those people away and have, you know, a lot of conflict and there's plenty of conflict in the world right now. I don't need to be adding more to it. So maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe suddenly one day I'll be Howard Stern flamethrower and then he'll be like, oh, well, we changed his mind. He's trying that out and we'll see. But for right now, I like where we're at. So. So what I want you to do is take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, go get one. You're going to need one from time to time. But for right now, what I want you to do is, is uh, take out your Unicorn Trapper Keeper from the fifth grade and just write down. It's good to review from time to time. And just remember. There is no end if you stay in the path of understanding. All right, husband entrepreneurs, I know you want to escape the current understory that you're trapped in. I get it. I've been there. But in order to do that, you're going to need a creative clearing, a place to stand where you can make decisions in confidence and clarity. I'm not going to promise you some magical course or coach or codex but I cannot help you unless you raise your hand and say, I am over here. Subscribe to my email list at understory.news. Raise your hand and say, let's get out of here together. The podcast has the philosophy, but the daily emails have the insights. Raise your hand and say, I am over here. Let's light the lantern. Subscribe at understory.news. The path of understanding never ends, but that does not mean you cannot get to where you want to go. Subscribe to my email list at understory.news. Go light the lantern.